that was in, it was it, it was interesting the whole thing was interesting because for a while on saturday like all hell broke loose yeah um which was i'm sure if you've watched some of the coverage like they you know they was gonna basically be wrapped up and then like all of a sudden they decided they were gonna call witnesses and they're gonna call one witness and they took a recess to figure that out and like Everybody lost their minds. Yep. And they came back a little bit later and were like, never mind, we're just going to read a statement into the record. Part of it is, this sounds really horrible. Part of it, I'm sure, was the foregone foregone conclusion, but also because almost all the senators had already booked tickets to leave. Welcome, everyone. This is Mike and Tammy back for another round of Flyover Logic. I'm Mike, a former teacher turned business owner, lifelong conservative, and a bit of a political hot dish. And I'm Tammy, a sociology professor whose studies and life experience has firmly planted me in the liberal camp. Each episode will give you a brief take on what's got us thinking, what the heck? We'll take a deeper dive into one big topic, and we'll end with sharing something happy, leaving you all with some Minnesota nice. Sometimes you need a bird's eye view to make sense of the world, and sometimes you need to land the plane and take a look around. We hope to do both and help each other learn something along the way. Here we go. See, that's all you have to do. Here you go. <laughs> Here you go. Okay, then. <laughs> all you have to do is hit the button, and away you go. Oh. I had to put my face in the right spot so Steve is happy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just want to share with people... Because this is a new thing for we, us. For us, yeah, we were awarded some grant funding for a really cool project that you're going to listen to. The other episodes are coming out, but the equipment that we're now able to use, like it's like real equipment, and like we can use it. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it has lighted buttons and some sliders and some sound effect op- sound effects options yeah. for our air quotes. But anyway, like it's it's, super fun. it's really cool. Um, so hopefully we're going to be, it's the little things though. Cause like now that we have these new microphone things that are, they have isolators on them. If I bump the thing, it doesn't yeah. make a sound. Uh-huh. I know. Right. So yeah. now, unfortunately we're going to have, people will not be distracted by all the, <laughs> all of our extra, sound. extra banging and clanging <laughs> that they'll pay attention to what we're saying. Yes. And, and now maybe, so we'll have to up our game. We will. We will mm-hmm. up our game. Yeah. So, so anyway, pretty cool. Little, Little sound bars that go up and down. Oh, yeah. It's really fancy. There's Colored less lights. Cords. It's awesome. A lot less chords. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, okay. hopefully you'll enjoy the stories that we're doing as part of that project. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, let's dig in, huh? Yeah. I just want to start with it's seven degrees. Um, it's Positive. above freaking zero. <laughs> no. It's like the first day <laughs> in like in more a than two week weeks, and a half, right? Two weeks, yeah. something like that, that it's been warm and so I'm excited. I I wanted to start with that. Yes. Okay, never mind. And like I'm not freezing in our studio. No, I put the second heater in here like I normally do to warm it up and it was so hot when I got in here. I thought it was like a sauna and Tammy's like, Oh <laughs> so I said, I'm gonna turn this off. She's like, No, don't turn it off, it's so amazing. <laughs> anyway. But now it's nice. But now it's nice. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What the heck? What the heck? What, what do you it? got? Um, my what the heck comes from Florida. 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 Are we in Florida? My kids say that all the time. Oh. Have you ever seen the the uh, Jumanji yeah. reboots? But clearly I didn't pay enough attention. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, uh, last week in Brevard, I think that's how you say it, county okay. in Florida, uh, the entire county commissioner board, which happens to be all Republicans, I do need to make Note of that. Mm. Passed a resolution, quote, honoring, and then in my 
parentheses, mocking um, a Florida Today reporter. Her name is Isadora Rangel, um, who had been covering the board for like a year and a half or two years or something like that. Uh, it was sarcastic and mean and juvenile, and it really just sort of pissed me off. The resolution that the resolution. Okay. So I'll read some of the. So she got a new job. Okay. And was moving to go for. I think she's like for the Miami Herald or something like that. So okay. she was she was covering a local beat for yeah uh, for Florida Today, and she was an opinion writer, but she covered all the county commissioner board stuff. Boring stuff. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so they took their time to write a resolution and then discuss it and pass it during their last meeting that said things like, um, whereas because of her eloquent, eloquent prose, the circulation of Florida today dropped only 16% during her tenure. Um, or whereas Miss Wrangle deserves recognition for selflessly remaining in this country, notwithstanding our nearly tenfold high per capita GDP and approximately one sixth, the murder rate of the country from which she hails. What? Yeah. There's just a whole list of things where they, because she, she immigrated from Brazil. Oh my gosh. She's a permanent resident now. Yeah. And like, they just. What's the matter with these people? Pretty much. I mean, wow. she's an opinion writer and she, she, so she was able to cover them more harshly. Sure. Than, um, so she had her own things, but she was just doing her job. And yeah. these elected county, it's, I, I'm trying to imagine, cause like Ottertail County, I'm trying to imagine my county commissioners, which I know half of them yeah. would never do that. Well, and it's one thing for like, if you're upset at the way somebody's covering your meeting, you could write a letter to the editor sure. or whatever. Like it's one thing for you to do that. But like you said, to take the time to draft a resolution yeah have discussion on it and then pass like vote to pass can it. You, like, can you imagine somebody like bringing into the house floor, like a resolution making fun of Tucker Carlson, right? Like you, you might Are have you a beef with five? them. That's fine. But like, <laughs> like we're not going to spend our taxpayer wow. dollar money on this. It was just really annoying. That's I was real like, dumb. What the heck? What the heck is right? So if you're an wow. elected official, I know you have opinions, but that's not that, the place to, no. to air those opinions. Yeah. Oh, that's dumb. It was dumb. Wow. Okay. Florida. Florida. <laughs> Florida mans. Exactly. It's not even Florida man anymore. No. It's Florida mans. All y'all. I didn't even check. I would. Maybe would, I would be pretty. I'm pretty sure they were all dudes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Yep. Okay. So mine is not nearly as gross, but I just thought, <laughs> what the heck? Like this was super interesting to me. Um, and maybe you saw this. There was a report out this week that three Cubans had been stranded on an Island for 33 days. And the headline was they survived on coconuts. Turns out they also ate rats. Um, but apparently their boat sank somewhere in the Bahamas and they swam to a deserted Island, which. Wow. Apparently, I'm there's super naive, but there's still, still deserted, deserted islands. islands. Yeah, <laughs> like right. I thought this was just a game that you play. Whatever. There's Desert still the thing. Um, and they were stranded until US, U.S. Coast Guard crew spotted them during one of their routine air patrols. Apparently, we just fly over. We fly around and Bahama look for islands. Yeah. Um, so, 33 days on an island, two guys and a gal, um, just eating coconuts and some rats. And rats. I, I just. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, so what the heck? Like, I didn't know that was a real... That was still like a real thing. Possibility so, for yeah. you, but also I hate coconut and I just can't imagine oh, like your life yeah. depending on that. <laughs> I hate coconut. I would rather eat the rat. So I there, don't know. In case anybody's wondering, there are still Cubans who are trying to get to the United States. 
via boat, mm-hmm. usually rickety yeah. sinking boats. Yeah. And there are, in fact, still deserted islands. Uh-huh. Um, it's interesting there was rats there, though. Uh-huh. Like, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So, but they're all good now. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they were rescued. Whatever. Wait, yeah. You know what it also wasn't? I can only make this joke because they're all fine now, but like, okay. they also, it wasn't 20 below zero. Right. Yeah, that going for you. Yeah. Yeah. You're winning. Well, there, um, apparently there was I don't know if no. I, I mean, they, apparently they made there it was to the United States, like, so they're winning, but like, yeah, there was prior. a little bit of like greenery for a little bit of shade, sure. apparently. So it, I mean, it, there was some things working for them, but I just, that's crazy. It bananas. Yeah. We get stranded on ice flows. <laughs> yes. Cause we're not paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we might lose our beer get, and some people you, get stranded oh, on a deserted island. Yeah. So that's a thing apparently still. All right. All right. Cool. Okay. Kay. Let's dig into some headlines, huh? All right. I got the first one. All I wrote I, was Rush Limbaugh dies. I avoided this because I just... I was surprised that you didn't put it on the list. I, yep. But I did have a, at least one listener like reach out and were like, this is going to be covered, right? Oh. Yeah. So so Rush Limbaugh died today. He passed away at age 70. I don't remember, but he had a can- Stage four cancer. Stage 4 lung cancer. Yeah, he had cancer of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um. And so this was not unexpected. No, it's been about a year, I think, since yeah. he announced or since they announced mm-hmm. that he had. So cancer. I don't know if we have any. Do we have any thoughts or discussion about that? A man died. I know. It's never a happy thing. Yeah. I didn't like his work um, or what he did with the voice that he had. Mm-hmm. But it's sad that he died. All right, that's Is that fair, fair enough? Yep. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I've seen a lot of like, hey, tread carefully. Like, we shouldn't celebrate somebody dying. And then I was like, remember when you celebrated Ob- Osama bin Laden getting, like, right. we shouldn't celebrate anybody dying, right? Um, now you're saying that. Yeah. But anyway, I just, I don't think death is like I mean, I don't a celebration. think he a, he's not like Osama bin Laden. No, 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 but, no, 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 no. But like. I know you weren't making the comparison, but yeah. yes, like we should never do that. But we were, but there are times when people, it's very complicated because yes. I, I would say if I was being completely honest, I was conflicted because of that exact thing. Like I shouldn't celebrate and not yeah. celebrate or be happy that anybody died. Right. But I was sort of like, hmm, well, that's weird. Yeah. That's a weird feeling. Right. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I've, we don't need to talk about it anymore. I was oh. just like, well, I was just like, you know what? I've, there's been enough in the last 18 hours. There's been enough people chattering box type people talking about it. If yeah. you want some coverage, look yep. it up. Yep. He was, a uh, a, a big personality mm-hmm. and he was yep. a trailblazer in the conservative talk radio sphere. And, and now he's not with us. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was really an uncomfortable way to sum that up. Anyway, yeah, wow. Moving on. <laughs> what do you got? I can't believe that we didn't start with this one. I, I. Well, it's because you started the list at number two, oh, and I filled in number one. So rush comes first. Yep. Um, Trump was acquitted. I heard that. Dun dun dun. Okay. Um, so here's the thing. That was Friday. I was thinking it was Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Saturday. It was Saturday. It okay. has not even been a week yet. No. I could, in my mind, like when you read, when I read that, Feels I was like, like, how did we not cover that last week? Yeah. Oh, wait, because it Feels hasn't like happened old news. yet. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. So that happened. Um. So here's, there's so many things about this. First of all, it wasn't a surprise, right? Yeah. Like as right. much as I wanted them to grow a spine and do the right thing, they didn't. I knew that was going to happen. Whatever. But Mitch McConnell is one of the pieces of this that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. Really? 
A little bit. Because immediately after voting to acquit him... He could he, send you a huge box of chocolates and you'd be like, <laughs> these aren't the right kind of chocolates. I just I don't not like a fan this of type Mitch of McConnell. chocolate. I don't know if you've noticed, but I I'm not noticed. a big fan. But anyway, he, so he voted to acquit him and immediately after that said, there is no question, none, that President Trump is practically and morally responsible for provoking the events of the day. He went on. It's a whole paragraph. Yes, he is responsible for this. Yes, he incited this violence. Right after... He voted to acquit him. Yep. But just <clears throat> anyway, not only did you delay the vote so that he was no longer president by the time the vote came. Yep. Then you're going to use that as your excuse to not vote to charge it. Like anyway, no, Mitch McConnell. I just I want to try to have some respect. I just don't right now for that. Mm-hmm, don't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> That was, it was, it it was interesting. The whole thing was interesting because for a while on Saturday, like all hell broke loose. Yeah. Um, Which was, I'm sure if you've watched some of the coverage, like they, you know, they was going to basically be wrapped up. And then like all of a sudden they decided they were going to call witnesses and they're going to call one witness and they took a recess to figure that out. And like everybody lost their minds Yep. and they came back a little bit later and we're like, never mind, we're just going to read a statement into the record Part of it is this sounds really horrible. Part of it, I'm sure, was the foregone foregone conclusion, but also because almost all the senators had already booked tickets to leave. So they're all going home. Yeah, I'm just. And they booked their tickets for Saturday afternoon, and they're like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" Like, not a fan. We're not going to do that. But it it was. I mean, it was what it was. Yeah. And when McConnell gave that speech, um, did you read the part where? So that was after. So they had adjourned. Yeah. And, but the, they, I don't know exactly what phase they were in, but he was like the one of four people in the room when he read that whole speech. Like if you Wait. watch it on spe- C-SPAN, like it's just him zoomed into him, but there's like yes. three people in the room listening to him. Oh, I think they all were ones that voted like Republicans who had voted for. I'm sorry, but grow a pair and say this out loud in front of like, just, yeah. it really bothered me. Anyway. Anyway, I'm um, also interesting. Um, Trump is now being sued for inciting the violence. Um, so this came real quick like after. The, like that day? Yeah, I Monday, feel like it was something. It was real fast. It was real fast. Um, so the NWACP filed this charge on behalf of Representative um, Benny Thompson, and they're expecting others to get on board and um, join the suit, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, so they're going to charge him civilly for it. In like, Yeah, I instead. mean, there's... the. Yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm kind of I mean I'm happy that it's we're done. I mean I know that I would have preferred to see like some actual consequences yeah. from that chamber. Yeah. Um. I think there will be consequences otherwise, and and yep. it's not the end of the deal for Trump, and he's right. going to have lots of other legal issues and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. I'm I'm glad on a political level in for a time being anyway we can sort of just we can move on. Yeah. And. Also, I kind of just want to say, like, right now, um, stop going on vacation. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's there's too much stuff that seems a little urgent right now. Like, yeah. you know, this whole relief package. I don't know. You might have work to do. So just stay there and do the work. Like, don't don't book the tickets until, until well, they're not going on vacation. Can. They're going home. Yeah. No. It's not vacation. Work Work until the work is done, push through, okay. right? Right. right? And then go home. Right. Just, 
I just we're we just keep pushing this out what so I, far. What I would say to that is um instead of that do do your work faster on the yes. fr- on the front end. <laughs> Thank you. There it, you go. Like, That's good. I'm okay with you on Saturday afternoon thinking like by this time we should really be out of here yeah. because you really should be out of here but because you dithered the front end and also and everything comes down to the last minute because we need something to leverage whatever. But I think that that's planned that way. And I think that's dumb. Like, well, then they should plan their tickets oh, let's for just Thursday. Spread it out and let's just, you know, because yeah. then we'll have to run home and we won't be able to get into it. Anyway, whatever. He's acquitted. It's done. <sighs> it's done. Get him in other ways. Still, still the, the only president to be impeached twice. Yes. Still the only, Winning. Pre- only president to have, um, a bipartisan vote to impeach. Yes, so, that was a big or deal. Or to convict. So that was, that's historic. All of those things yes. go down in the book. Yep. Um, and so there's some, I read a um, David from, I don't know if you ever listen, read any of his, he's a conservative writer, but um, well, he's my kind of conservative writer. Okay. So like, <laughs> Middle-ish. There's a lot of people who might not call him that anymore, but sure. um, he had a really great article in the Atlantic over the weekend that was sort of like, I know it feels like like we lost, but actually Trump lost. And then he had a pretty good, pretty good synopsis of like, here's all the ways that he lost, even though we didn't get what we wanted. Sure. Um, or what we felt we wanted. And I was, I was thankful and kind of surprised that as many Republicans did vote, um, against, I mean, I think there were seven, Seven, right? Yeah. Um, and that's six more than last time. Yeah. That was a pleasant surprise. So kudos to you for doing the right thing. All right. All right. What do you got? Um, this one I thought you would like a lot. In Japan, the current ruling party, um, the Liberal Democratic Party, I want to make sure I got that name in there. Liberal Democrats. Because liber- so here's a, going back to some of our conversations about labels. Really depends on where you are. Yeah. <laughs> what they mean. Yeah. They don't mean the same thing all no. over the place. But anyway, the, the current um, ruling party in, because Japan is a democracy. So yeah. they, you know, so anyway, so their party, Liberal Dem- Democratic Party, um, has made a move to help close the gender gap inside the party. They've proposed to allow five female lawmakers <laughs> to sit in silence and watch the men work. <laughs> Just so what? I wanted to bring this one up because of like last week, I think we were talking about the the guy who made the comment about we got to make sure the women don't talk too much yeah. at the Olympics. Yeah. So um, the idea, wow. the, quote, the idea was to allow the party's female members a chance to, quote, look at the top decision making process. They would then be able to submit comments following the meetings. And I really loved in the Reuters article that it said he did not say if any women had been consulted in devising the plan. Wow. So apparently in order to start easing women into greater roles, they're going to be allowed to be in the room. As a spectator. As a spectator to silently watch the men do men work. I love that it specifically says to sit in silence. I know. I know. You are not allowed to comment. Wow. It's not funny. Okay, it's not funny. It's not funny. It's horrible. But it also is wow. like sort of juxtaposed against like what we argue about like in our country right now about like what what's the role of women or they sure. should have access to whatever like we have a long way to go. Yeah. But we've made We don't some have progress. that long to go. <laughs> wow. So we got that going for us. Anyway, that don't, that's it. I don't have any other discussion I about it. I don't have any words about that. That What? You don't are, Wow. Do, are you going to sit there in silence? I I'm not going to sit there in silence. <laughs> Imagine. Okay, like, I want to know. Hey, Tammy, I'm going to have a special guest on. <laughs> I'm going to have him come on. And we just want you to sit there 
And if you want to submit a woman some in the com- room, you can write down comments <laughs> you if you can have write down some, comments but and we'll take, you're not allowed to speak. We'll take them in under advisement afterwards. No, we won't. No, we won't. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. So I'm, I am curious yeah. of their political system. Like, is this actually a, what we would consider a liberal party or is that like, I don't, so I is have this to, ground shake groundbreaking for them to be, I, I have to say, I have no idea. Um, I am ignorant in that, in that area, but I'm like, curious. um, yeah. So, wow. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. You wow. can't even go on to the I next one. I can't even. Okay. So the next headline is just a whole bunch of headlines thrown together. Yeah. I uh, noticed because you ate six of my headlines in this one paragraph. <laughs> so sorry. All right. Go ahead. Friggin' Texas. Um, I figured we probably could spend a whole episode talking about Texas. We probably um, will t- talk about Texas for a whole episode. <laughs> so a big chunk of the country, not just Texas, got hit with like crazy weather some some wintry stuff there were tornadoes like yep. it's so been the polar vortex that has frozen our state for yes. the last two weeks went crazy went everywhere all else. the way down south and yes yes um so they don't typically have this kind of winter weather um in some of these areas especially texas and texas um had i think it started sunday and and then they got another round of it um today okay so like it's been kind of ongoing which is super unusual also for it right. to not just be like one day one and day. done um millions of people had been without power in frigid temperatures um there are people without water there are now millions of people that are being told they have to boil water if they do have water turning on because their water is no longer safe for drinking whatever people are dying all yes. of that is horrible yep ted cruz goes to freaking cancun i did not i was not on anything like for most of the day until the afternoon okay. and then i checked in on twitter in the afternoon and i was like no way no way yeah oh my gosh no way oh my gosh no way <laughs> and like so apparently as details are coming out about this trip for him like he had security like he worked with security to kind of divert attention so it kind of fly under the radar well people on the plane took pictures of him well, like yeah, people because, in the airport because you're ted cruz and what the hell are you doing leaving texas when texas is anyway okay um i know what he's doing he's doing what any like normal person would do if you had the means to do it like Yes. I am not. He if you were not, not an elected gone. official, yes, yeah. There, but like, I mean, yeah. it's not like a surprise. It's only a surprise because you're an elected senator for yeah. that state. Uh huh. Yeah, it was not the right move. No. So all of the things. So here's what I learned about Texas that I did not know before. This has been fun for me because I knew this beforehand, and watching the whole world be like, I didn't. What? What? <laughs> so Texas opted out of a national power grid in the 1990s. Yeah. So to avoid some regulation. Yeah. They chose no. Also, their Texans are super... Oh, let me rephrase that. Texans are very proud of the idea that they're independent. Sure. This is like Texas could secede from the union because we have our yep, own power grid. Exactly. So I did not realize there's three power grids in the continental U.S. Yeah. One on the west, one on the east, and Texas. <laughs> Bananas. Well, now it's screwing you because you can't really easily get help from right. reserves of yep. energy elsewhere. Yep. Mm. Anyway, I didn't know that. You knew that all along. Well, yeah. How did you know that? Or why? Um, uh, this is how proud they are because I have friends who are from Texas and they will tell you about stuff wow. like that. 
Wow. They will tell you about how we're the only state in the, no- the nation that can they can legally secede. And they will tell you that, yeah, we have our own power grid. So, like, if we want to do it, we can do whatever we want. Also, we don't want anybody to tell us what to do. So, we have our own power grid. Like, this is their part of their thing. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy. But... Oh, are you going to keep going? No. What do you... Yeah. Well, I mean, like, so I have, like, several <laughs> like <laughs> several beefs. Um, and I know it's tragic and it's it's sad. And there are people who are have died and there will probably be more people who die. Yes. And not to, like, minimize that. But, like, almost instantaneously. So the power grid thing, that got traction right away because they're losing power and people uh, are freezing, literally yeah. freezing. And Governor Greg Abbott goes on... Fox News and oh and, man and blames it on windmills and solar panels and then works in the green new yes! deal <laughs> is going to be a yes! deadly deal for the United States uh, the people of the United States and I'm like dude has, has wow. nothing to do with your issues so like no first of all just in case anybody's wondering the green new deal is a proposal that has not Made it Not anywhere even yet. close. No. Secondly, wind power and uh, solar power only provide like 10% of their energy. Tiny, tiny fraction. Thirdly, the only reason that their stuff shut down and didn't work is because they didn't choose to buy the heat package for, for the their- wind turbines that the rest of us have because the turbines down south of Fergus Falls are still turning. Yeah. The ones in, in Canada are still yeah. turning. And like, they didn't choose to winterize their other energy sources either. Because like, they weren't required to because they're not part of the... Right. right. So like, you know, if you're getting all of this energy from oil it, and whatever, like, yeah. you should have It just really, to, I mean, it really... It, for him to blame everyone but himself? Right. Nope. And even if it's not himself, like you... The Republican it, Party has been in charge is, of Texas for how long? It is a freak. Now we can. We're not going to get into like on this episode. We're not going to get into like climate change and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But like historically speaking, yes, this is a crazy episode. Sure, it is perfectly acceptable for you as an accept uh, as an elected leader to get up and say exactly that. This is a you know whatever it is you know that this is an, a, a freak uh, thing of nature. We weren't prepared for this. This is what we're doing to help the people right now. Sure. And we are going to look into this in the future. Yes. People will accept that. But you can't that stand around okay. and point at AOC again. Yeah. And nope. be like, you know, people are dying here because it's or Ted Cruz who said, yes, people need to suck it up. This is the best part about the Ted Cruz thing <laughs> is he's like, Texans be happy to to suffer for a few days in the cold to maintain their freedom from the government. Yes. As he gets on a plane to go to freaking Mexico. <laughs> go to Mexico. That, I mean, it's just. And it's, there was, there was a mayor in Texas. Oh, did you see yeah. this in yep. Colorado city, Texas, mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. has since resigned, but Rightfully said like so. the week won't, the week won't make it. And this is, you know, this, nobody this, owes you anything. Yeah. Like yes. figure it out or otherwise you're too weak. Like, oof. anyway, I, what, gross. what, what, there's so many things that bug me. So about many that. things. There are so many things, but it, like it's just like politically, also like it's not good. No, you you almost elected Beto O'Rourke to a uh-huh. Senate seat. Uh huh. Your demographics are changing. Uh huh. Half of your country is made up of people either from Mexico or uh, California. Half of your state, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like y- you're gonna need to eventually. You're gonna need to pivot. 
Yeah. So it's been really interesting today um, seeing like, thanks for the campaign ad, you know. Oh, um, they're going <laughs> to. It's it's done. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying it's done because that it's who knows. But it's yeah. you're anyway. Also, Sorry. just this is a real mm-hmm. big angry face. Yeah. Um, E-R-C-O-T, ERCOT. I don't know if they go by the acronym or not, but All this right. is like the people who control the energy grid, Texas energy grid. Right. OK. They're going to raise prices. They announced this early this week as people are suffering and whatever, like, oh, you're going to have to pay more now for energy well yeah you're gonna have so this is the only thing don't I'm, do that right now okay i will don't, give like, you that i'll give you that but give i was me a couple of months i was get like my power back before you tell me you're gonna increase my bill all right that's fair it's just, just bad kind optics. of a jerk move yeah right, right now but anyway I, that was the only thing you listed that i was like okay here's the deal if you do want the heat package it does cost more <laughs> money like there's a reason why it's cheaper energy is cheaper in texas because they bought the cheap equipment yeah so they are gonna have to charge people more money because, because you're gonna, gonna have to, to upgrade your stuff because according to my favorite weather guy paul douglas in the star tribune oh, yeah. douglas climate change means that messy crap like this um it's gonna happen, is more, gonna often. happen more often yep yeah, it doesn't mean that we're going to have hot weather all the time. It means that it's messing up the Arctic air, pulling all the whatever. It's going to get weird. Pulling the whatever. It's going to get weird. It is going to okay? get weird. It so is getting. It's get global. ready. Um, there's a Catherine Hayo, who I follow, who's a climatologist. Okay. I, I think I've ever talked to her about her. I don't know. She's So her big shtick is that she's actually, so she's an evangelical Christian, and her, her but she's also a climatologist who believes in climate change. And so like her mission is to try to talk to christian and evangelical people about climate change which is super interesting she's yeah. really cool but she has a um a thing she does where she answers questions and, and talks about things um and she calls it climate weirding like yes she's as a as a way to try to wrap our heads around this like all right we're not gonna call it climate change we're gonna call it climate weirding like yeah these are the weird things that we're going to start to encounter more often As or these are the melts. weird things that yeah. we already can see that it's happening right you know it's yeah it's yeah. super interesting wow i got a way to all right work in Catherine Hayo. <laughs> there you go what I do you got, got i hope i got a name right because i think that's right you should share it with me so Hi-o. i can follow you i will okay um oh yeah okay speaking of sit quietly ladies and wait your turn <laughs> oh, this one made me angry did you see this yep okay so uh towards the end of trump's president or the term in office uh the then secretary of defense mark esper who was fired incidentally like weeks before the right. end of the term Why bother? um and the joint chief of staff chairman mark miley or millie millie it's mark millie that's yeah. what i said they delayed planned recommendations to promote two generals to four stars. So four star general is like as far as you go. Big deal. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple of generals. So they would have been three stars yep. um, that were like, all right, these are the next two that need to be um, moved up. Mm-hmm. And they delayed them because they were women. So that's already like when I first read the article, I was like, I can't believe I just read that yep. sentence. Uh-huh. And then you go on to read that. Um, so Esper confirmed this. So this isn't just like reports that like right. he so actually said mm-hmm. that we did this. Yeah. Um, confirmed that they held the candidates promotions back um, because they were concerned that if they were brought forward, that President Trump would move to deny them because they're women uh, and replace them with somebody else who are most likely white dudes. Um, so they didn't. So basically they just kept them in the pocket. And now they're now that Biden yeah. is in in uh, office, they're now going to be recommended to be the next two four star generals. And I just was just, 
I almost made the what the heck, yeah. but like shocked. Uh-huh. On one, there's but all kinds shocked. of gross things there, right? <laughs> yeah. Like gross that this had to happen. Also yep. sort of like, even though I f- I'm glad, it's also like, that's no way to run a government. Like right. that's no way to run an organization yeah. where people are like, we can't actually do our job. Right. That's because, a toxic work environment yes. when you're hiding yes the right thing to do from your boss yep anyway so you saw that too it was pretty gross yep Mm -hmm. i'm excited that they're gonna get their yes they're gonna get their and honestly i'm excited that this came out like i think i think there's a lot of work to be done still um with equality in the armed forces Mm -hmm. and i think stories like this are really important Mm -hmm. for like, okay, let's take a look at this and make sure that we have practices in place that will prevent crap. Like, you know what I mean? So I think it's good. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. So real crazy. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Okay. So this is just real, real great news. Uh Uh-huh. Pure sarcasm. It's fine. (laughs) I just, this was like a giant headline. Um, when I was, when I opened up the news earlier this week and I, I was like, like, are you freaking kidding I me? In? I know Guinea has declared an Ebola epidemic. Um, so I'm kind of feeling like 2020 just will not die. And we had so much hope for 2021 to be like, okay, it's over. It's great. And it's yeah. just not going away anyway. So they said at least three people have died. Um, they're expecting, they're suspecting, um, a few other cases, but this is the first deaths from Ebola since 2016 there. Mm-hmm. Um, the previous outbreak killed 11,000 in West Africa after starting in Guinea. However, and this is like the good news part. Yay. Since then, they now have vaccines um, that have been through some trials and they've developed drugs that can increase survival rates. So we are expecting to not have the severe like... Yeah thousands of people dying from this catastrophic levels um of the previous outbreak so i just was like this is a really crappy headline to see yeah don't want to see more pandemics starting or whatever epidemics is what it is now but um it's kind of exciting to see like hey we've done something about this one right and i don't know why but ebola seemed like the big deal you know like maybe the well, bleeding from the eyes i don't know <laughs> it, well, yes <laughs> like it, it seems the it way you die is pretty yes bad yeah so and, like that we have vaccines and and medicines now that can help um seemed like a pretty big deal but yeah no i my, i it's yeah it's interesting <laughs> well i mean it's just interesting how our perspectives change right by our experiences so yes. like ebola is very deadly mm-hmm but comparatively to coronavirus, it's really hard to get. Like okay, it's sure. it's more like a HIV AIDS kind of thing where you need like actual tra- like fluid transmission, sure. right? blood or whatever. Yeah. Um, but if you get it, at least historically, like you're gonna die. You died. Yeah. Coronavirus, like you just think about it too hard it seems and like you (laughs) catch it it, yeah and uh but most likely you're gonna be fine you might be sick but it does kill people obviously but so it's sort of like scarier and not scarier at the same time um it also i didn't read about it too much but i know it it does bring up sort of like we have to make sure that we follow through on things because the ebola stuff like it comes and goes Mm -hmm. and so some of these um vaccines and these treatments like they get they get a lot of funding for a while sure. until it gets snuffed out and then yeah. they don't finish the work and they come yes. back. So it's nice to see that we're finally making some progress like on that getting, one. Getting, getting yeah. somewhere on that one. Yep. But yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. What do you got? Um, So New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is back in the news. Yeah. So he's in the hot seat, if you didn't know, because um, it was exposed that his administration withheld and possibly manipulated coronavirus data, specifically deaths connected to long-term care facilities. And this goes all the way back to the beginning, like to the early days of the pandemic. Um, And they were withholding the data and they did that all the way to the end of the Trump administration, specifically because they didn't want the Trump administration to know. Sure. Um, anyway, uh, he's under investigation by the Justice Department and FBI, and it's just a real big mess, and it's really ugly, and it's really horrible, and it really pisses me off. <laughs> so <laughs> for I, for many so reasons. many reasons, and I I this sounds really terrible to say, but I find this so Perfect. much more disappointing than like if DeSantis like. Well, in should, Florida, I think you should be more I mean, disappointed. Like I expected that from right. DeSantis and, and we saw that come out and like, he's, you know, that's been whatever, like that was expected, right? This guy Cuomo, like you came out as such an example and everybody was praising you for that. And you were on every TV screen. You were mm-hmm. the guy. Mm-hmm. What the hell? <laughs> like you, you just, I don't know. I, Yep, it's gross and it, it's super disappointing. So last week, I think it was last week, I brought him up yeah. as well because there was an article about all the, the health officials that they churned through during that pandemic because he was such a jerk yes. to work with and right. they, you know doing all these things. Yep. And I had compared him to like a like a democratic version of Trump. Yeah. Uh, and this just, I was just like, well, there you go. Yeah. Like this is politically expedient for me. Mm-hmm. So I manipulated and hid these things which on the front end so one of the articles i read that was like this is it they they were not very nice to him Mm -hmm. because they were like what's more damaging and horrible than like just you tried to hit data so you didn't look bad is that they were giving false data at the very front end of the pandemic yeah that other people in the state, in other states, were using because they mm-hmm. were the tip of the spear. So we based all kinds so of we things off of that. So we were basing things off of bad information yep. um, that you willfully gave to people. Yep. And there's not necessarily, nobody's connected any dots to this sort of like, because you did this, right. you know, whatever. Although they've, sure connect, they've connected dots, yeah. dots of like, you sent people with coronavirus back into nursing homes and people in yeah. nursing homes died. Like, yep. So mm-hmm. it's gross. I am glad that it, it's getting... Um, investigated Mm -hmm. i'm glad that on one hand it's sort of like a good example and i thought you might be a little bit more pissed about it but i like i don't want to use it as like a c like you guys are bad (laughs) what about yeah but it is sort of like we you can't we we need to believe in people but we can't put them on pedestals and think that just because they told us what we wanted to hear that they are something somehow magically Right. More moral than anybody else. And I think what what was happening in the beginning with him, it was like it was Cuomo versus Trump. And there was such right. a feud between the two. And like, I'm going to withhold supplies. Well, then I'm going to figure out how to get supplies for myself. Like it was it was such a fight between the two of them. It was yep. so public. It was yep. so gross. So he definitely came out as like the the good guy in that. Well, if especially if you're on the 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 liberal democratic side of the page, right, like, right, right, like yeah, so, somebody's going toe to toe to him. People were you know? rooting for him right. because of that. Like, 
why, why would you withhold supplies just because he's a blue state? You know, whatever. Right. Like it was a whole thing that he clearly played into. Yep. Um. So yeah, just gosh, we needed you to be an actual good guy. Like this, this was a moment, and you apparently have. And I, I hope that I, I know maybe this is too strong, too strong for me. I hope that we still live in a world that this means that he's done. That I mean that he not that he's going to be kicked out of the governorship, but that's as far as he goes. Honestly, you don't get to rehab this because if you make this kind of choice in this situation while you're governor of New York, I certainly don't want you anywhere near the White House. I worry, though, Mike, that we've passed I know. that. Like I we've said, threw those lines out. I said, out I hope that with we still the last live. presidential yeah, election, I, I don't disagree. So I agree with you. Like yeah. this should and and honestly. I don't think that you should remain in your governor position if you're found to have been like, yes, like willfully lying. Like yes. you should be out. That's where your lieutenant steps in and you're done. Also, imagine trying to be his brother reporting on this. Well, that's a whole nother vote. That's a whole nother Because <laughs> bo- that's a whole... <laughs> they've had way too many conflicts of interest interviews and everything. Yeah. Like, he should never be on TV with him at the same time. Yeah. Like, that's like no brainer. Yeah. yeah. I don't care. I don't care how good either of them are good at separating themselves from their job. Sure, yeah. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. If your brother does a podcast in the shed of his backyard, <laughs> then it's okay. Go right ahead. <laughs> but you don't get to go on CNN and softball your oh, brother. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, All right. So we better keep going. What the heck? Okay. Corona. Let's talk about it yeah. some more. Um, so a new report was put out this week by the Lancet, um, which is a medical journal. And it said that roughly 40% of the now nearly half a million deaths in the United States, we're almost at half a freaking million, by the by, nearly 40% of those were preventable. Um, they cited the inept response of former President Trump, as well as the lack of universal health care of some sort. Hmm. Okay. I kind of... Mm-hmm. We'll move on. <laughs> we're moving on from that. I just was like, are you kidding me? At first we knew that, um, there was a big bungling of all of this by the president, like didn't do anything initially. So we knew that some of that was there, but just to see 40%, um, that was kind of striking to me. Another Corona headline that I thought was super interesting. The UK is now starting a trial where they're infecting people with COVID. That's super weird. Isn't that weird? And somehow I never thought, about that like obviously that's what you're gonna do because you're gonna want to figure out all these questions right didn't cross my mind that you'd actually anyway so yes they're infecting people to be able to answer questions about how the disease works how it transmits how much of it you need in you to be able to transmit whatever like imagine signing up for that sounds like a horrible like (laughs) michael crichton book (laughs) right where they like scoop people up and experiment on them yeah but this is a thing that is done apparently so hopefully just do that in the uk and i don't really want to be part of that but anyway it's happening i thought that was weird it is weird yeah so i filled the rest of them up with corona then too okay um but on the happy note yes coronavirus cases like new cases worldwide are declining like pretty much everywhere yes um which is great news and like so i've had several conversations about this but like and in the united states since the peak since the winter peak mm-hmm. like our new cases have collapsed like 80 percent yeah however We're still like, so we're back to where we were last summer. Yeah. Which on the whole for the United States was like, if you remember during the summer, that's when Florida was going crazy. And I think Arizona was going crazy. There were several states that were, it was in like, we were freaking out. Yeah. Because we, we were having however many, we're back to that. So it's like, there is a little bit of a moving of the goalpost, like 
we're back to the normal-ish. Yes. But it is happy to see Minnesota, especially, has has gone down. We've we've gotten our um, rates have been down to almost record levels. And it's been super exciting. Like even within our county, like on the more local oh, level, yeah, to see right, how right. how far down. I think yeah. we had six or something yeah. in the last month or not yeah. last month. Six last per ten thousand, yeah. and like we were up to over two fifty per ten thousand. Yeah, so it was. Like, it was in November. It was real yes. bad. So yeah. it's been fun to watch that. Yep. Um, that is kind of exciting. It was. Yeah. It's also been fun to watch. Um, so I've mentioned Mr. Montgomery a few times that I follow about Minnesota. He does all the statistics for Minnesota stuff for NPR. Yeah. Um. And like watching the the case rates for for populations that have now been mostly vaccinated. So specifically Ooh, in Minnesota, we've yes. gotten over eighty percent of people who are in long term care facilities. Yes. Um, and also the same thing for like healthcare workers yes. and like watching their numbers like super like just drop. Yep. Is I'm just excited. Like I know that there's other bad so stuff, cool. yep. but no. it's like, Hey, there's something happy that's happening. Yeah. Um, it's working. <laughs> it is working. Um, oh. so there's some good news out there. Unless of course you listen to Michael Osterholm. Yeah. Osterholm. I get it wrong. Yeah. Did you listen to him today? No, I just, you'd mentioned this briefly. <sighs> so so a little bit I, of a had, I didn't hear him. And a friend of mine said it like, well, I don't really want to listen to that guy anymore. So he's our Minnesota state of or university, of Minnesota epidemiologist. Mm -hmm. He has been, um, advising our governor. He was on, um, Joe Biden's Biden, yeah. um, panel pre before his, before the election. So yep. he's not currently on anything. Like he's not on a task force, sure. or anything. but he was on and was <laughs> Just a total buzzkill about these new variants. And he's like, yep, in March, it's going to go crazy. And it's going to be worse than before. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. I was like, oh. dude, and I'm not saying he isn't wrong, but like, I just give me a minute, right? right? Just give me Let a minute. Let us enjoy this. Enjoy this, this uh, for a second. <laughs> um, but yeah, so check it out if you haven't. Is this, is he saying like, uh, if we don't vaccinate quicker, yeah, that's it's basically, troubling? So okay. Like so these not new, like these new variants that are more, um, they're easier to transmit. So they have a yes. higher transmissibility. Yes. They are already here and where they have been in other, like if you timeline it out yes. from UK or the Middle East or wherever they have been before. Yes. If we don't vaccinate enough people fast enough, right, then we're in trouble. We're going to be in trouble, and at the moment, that's looking right because we're not moving very fast. So yep. it's nice to watch the little numbers go up in the vaccination, but we're still as a total portion. Right. So he was a big, um, he's a big believer in like everybody should get the get one. Like, yeah, we'll get you the second one later. Yep. And he has some interesting information because previously I was like, uh, no, that sounds like a bad See, idea. We had talked about this before because I had listened to him before where he said, like, actually, studies over in Europe are showing know, that, like, like we can spread like, this out. Yeah, it, it says on the bottle you're know, supposed right. to take it twice. Yeah. So, like, like, don't mess with it. Yeah. But um, uh, he made a pretty good case for, like, actually, you're going to get basically is essentially saying you're going to get 90 percent of the effectiveness out of the first dose. OK. And then the second second dose puts you over the top but sure. like but he on a positive note was like the um vaccines are so good that oh. that you don't really need like basically that the protocols were built off the idea that they were only 60 percent effective sure they're not they're, they're finding more they're finding like okay. way more effective anyway so 
there's a little bit of positive, I guess, there, but if if all of the health officials <sighs> listen to that and just do the first dose so that we beat the new variants. Right, I guess. <laughs> oh crap. I know. And why it's still not the next Friday is the twenty sixth when the stupid council of the weird elders that get together at the FDA who I don't know what they've been doing what for a month. What is the hold up? We have two vaccines waiting now? Yep. Or did the second one not come yet? The no, AstraZeneca the one? The AstraZeneca one, they don't think they've applied for okay. it yet. So. But Johnson & Johnson is waiting. Yes. Which again, in hindsight, I'm like, could we not have come up with a with a, a governing, like a collective governing body? Because the AstraZeneca one is being injected in people in England. Yeah. And in all kinds of other all countries. All over the place. Yep. So. And it seems fine. <sighs> but we're uh-huh. almost there. I know part of this is also just part of like the jitters of... We're getting closer. Like we can see it, but we're we not there yet. We can see it there, but we're not there yet. So that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then you wanted to. I talk wanted about- to rant about schools. Okay, what do you got? Did I already rant to you about it? I no. Oh, I was maybe. Oh, I was ranting to Steve about it. Okay. Well, so in the last twenty-four hours, it's really been irritating me <laughs> <laughs> because you have um, both Biden. So you have President Biden. Yeah. Like rolling out his like hundred day plans and we're going to have everybody back to school yeah. for some amount, you know, is in their CDC came out with their new guidelines. Um, and now yesterday, I think it was yesterday, governor walls came out with our new guidelines or whatever. And it's frustrating to me because I think all sides are wasting time and energy. Oh, because if you are a pro walls person or a Biden person, you're like, yay, look, he's come up with a plan. He's following the science. Like they're patting themselves on the back. Look, we're going to get kids back to school, whatever. And if you're on the other side, you're like, we should have been doing this for, you know, you know, for since the beginning, the kids should always all be back in school. Biden and walls have been keeping the kids out of school. And I'm like, that's not true. Yeah. In Minnesota or any state, like President Biden and Governor Walls are not keeping anybody from going to school. Yeah. Nope. The choices made at the local level yep. by the school boards which and the administration. Which is where you wanted it to be made, Which right? is yeah. where you want it to be made. <laughs> and it just drives me up the wall yeah. because because you're rolling. So I'm like, Walls, why are you rolling out this big fanfare plan to say like, because he literally said, Hey, starting next week, middle school and high school kids can resume going to in-person classes. And I'm like, really? Our kids have been going to school. Yeah. Thanks for the update. Like, yeah. And the people who are yelling at them saying we, the only people who are keeping them out of school, your kids out of school are the local school board members. Yeah. It's just really frustrating. Mm-hmm. And, and I, some of the teacher unions, I think. Well, too, then but, there's yeah. that. I mean, there's yeah. that part of it too, which I have some, and I love, <laughs> and I was thinking about that too, because I'm like, I support teachers. I love teachers. Also, align, read the room, okay? Because they're throwing, not they, the teachers unions are throwing a hissy fit about the possibility to go back to school, which I'm like, well, first of all, half of the teachers are already back in school. I don't know, like news to them that this is a big problem. Also, you can't sit there and demand like we're not going back because it isn't safe until we're all vaccinated. Look your... UPS driver in the in the eye, or mm. the person who works at the gas station, or the grocery store, or the DoorDash who keeps bringing you food, or like all these other people who have been working. I just it the, it, it the, just rubs me the wrong way that the you duration are, of contact is quite a bit I, different, but 
depends on where you're working. You work in a sure. meat packing plant, you work, you know, there whatever, you like okay. manufacturing because we need to keep things. Yes. I just sort of feel that I'm like, I'm annoyed at sort of like the idea that you are in a class of, of, of laborer that you think you should get to, you don't have to be put in, in danger, quote unquote. I, I wonder if maybe part of it is that we can do it remotely not that it's great. I was gonna say, not like, that it's great. Not that I prefer that. But I wonder if part of that is like, it's like an accommodation. So like, if I if I have a you know like if I go to an employer and I have a disability that I need an accommodation, yeah. like there is an accommodation that can be made that will further protect you, and we can do that. I wonder if that's maybe. Except currently, there isn't accommodation that we can be made that we can do to further protect you. Like we can't give you the the. The vaccines, we don't have them. No, but that would be remote learning. Oh, so sure. Like, yeah. I, I guess so. But like, there's, I mean, it's not, uh, yeah. I just, I just, if I, if I was somebody who worked like at Hormel Foods that's been cranking out all yeah. the food that everybody's been eating, I'd be a little bit like, you know what? I think you can wear a mask and a shield and, and whatever. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. And I think that in situations where everybody is taking those precautions, it has been a fairly place, a fairly right. safe place. Um, and I, I think our district has been a good example of that. They've, it's been a fairly good place yeah. to be. Um, and, and this is one of those, those situations where there is, gets to be some little bit of righteousness that comes back is that if you do quote unquote, follow the science, this is one of those things that it has been made clear that, it's one of the safer things that we can put back into service. If you're following those rules. If you're following the rules. Yeah. Like if you follow these rules, like it's really pretty safe compared yeah. to a lot of the other things we're doing. Yes. And so like, I just get a little annoyed because yep. generally speaking, those people I'm guessing are also the follow the science people. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like, also we're going to go back to school <laughs> and um, my high school student, yeah. Um, I told him that after I heard this on the radio earlier. Because we're um, going back in, in tomorrow, no, next week, Well, two junior weeks. high, junior high okay. is transitioning first and then high school hasn't been announced yet. But I told my high schooler this and he's like, are you kidding me? Like he loves having two days of remote learning well, where they yeah. just get to catch up on homework and stuff. It's the bomb. He was so upset. Like, no, I would rather go all online. I was like, uh-uh, kid, you're going. <laughs> no. Anyway, he was, he was very upset about it, that. It is. If you're a high school kid, the, the three days in school and two days off is um, wonderful. It's a pretty sweet gig. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so okay. it just don't yell at, don't lionize your, your elected official because you're happy with their new plan and don't <laughs> yell at them for doing things that they didn't actually do. Yeah. Yeah. Learn your civics people. Also follow the rules and it'll be okay. All right. Okay. Let's wrap it up with something happy. Okay. Okay. All right. I have a happy story about Texas. Didn't you just rag on Texas for I like did. a half hour? I yeah, did. Okay, cool. That was for nice. half an hour. Well, I mean, it was a while. <laughs> okay. So there have been so many heartwarming stories of people helping each other during this crisis. Neighbors coming into your house, bringing in the homeless people. Yeah. Did you see um, the turtles? That is my story, oh, Mike. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Way to ruin it. Um, I'm in. So there have been people rescuing thousands of turtles. So 
these turtles are like on South Padre Island, which mm-hmm. is usually pretty moderate um, for temperatures. <laughs> Apparently, they are cold shocked, and that turns them into like comatose turtles. So they just don't even know what to do. They just go like, uh, they're literally like paralyzed. <gasps> like we don't know if you're dead or alive. They're like shell shocked, like a teenage yes. ninja turtles. Oh my gosh, yes, shell shocked. Perfect example. They're now rescuing them. They've they've rescued thousands of them. They're bringing them to a convention center, and they're trying to slowly warm them up and hoping that some of them survive. And I guess like sea turtles are kind of like a fragile species and so it's kind of a big big deal deal. if you lose this many um so i just love that like people are out there rescuing these shell-shocked turtles anyway it's cute i have uh so i have uh some friends that have they they went to texas for vacation they drove down there oh to rent an airbnb for like two weeks and they went like right before the thing and they've been posting videos but they're just having the greatest time because they're from Minnesota and okay. they're just freezing their butts off. Yeah. And so they're like posting all these videos about like, oh, we don't have power now. And then like they were shopping at a Target that had no power and they found candles and that was a big deal. But then they go to the beach and there's like they're wearing their jackets and walking around in bare feet in, in the but there's also nope. They're like, this is great. Nobody's at the beach. Oh, it's they're boiling water. Okay. They're, they're, so making they're making an adventure. The best of it. It, they, oh, it that's is. Great. It's really been fun yeah. to watch. So that's great. Nice too. Yeah. Uh, so on the other end of the continent uh, in in the in the coldness, this mine's a can, Canadian nice Canada, Canada, Canada nice. Yeah. So last week in uh, Alberta, um, Canadians held a fundraiser for cancer research, which the fundraiser, you know how like you're like. People go, I'm going to walk 10 miles or whatever it is. So their fundraiser was 40 participants who took turns playing a nonstop 24-hour hockey game. Wow. Which is awesome already, but it was outside. Oh. So during the polar vortex, like overnight temps were negative 40 degrees. Oh, my gosh. Which is negative 55. Can you imagine if you were one that got that time slot? Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And because they played the whole time. um, And in case you're listening from Canada, that's negative 55 degrees Celsius. Nice work. Um, It's good that you included that. It is. Uh, And I just thought it was really cool. So it's the seventh year they've been doing this fundraiser. And they raised a million and a half dollars for cancer research in the butt negative 40 degree cold because Canadians are great. Yes, and I did right. That's nice, eh? Hey. Mm -hmm. Canada, eh? Mm. That's good. Well, there you have it. Another episode of Flyover Logic. This is Mike and Tammy saying that even if you don't have time to land here, we're glad you found time to listen. 